Thunder Media. Welcome to Inside Motorsport. Tony Whitlock and Craig Well. We're joined by a man who's embarking on big things, but uh, it's a fascinating story. Andy McElroy, welcome back to Inside Motorsport. Thanks, guys. I appreciate being on the show, and uh, thanks for having me back. The great thing is that I, I see this is an amazing uh, set for you. Obviously, you have a, a history in North America, having spent some years working over there. You have a son who's racing there, and now you've got a man and on the ground um, to give you a little few pointers in that direction in Troy Bundy, a man who you've learnt to know well in Australian Carrera Cup. Yeah, you're 100% right, mate. It's um, now that, you know, I have thought for quite a while um, since Hunter started racing over there, I guess, it, it would be cool to have a team based there. But I figured um, if he was going to end up making a career up there, then it would be worthwhile doing. And until um, until this year, we really weren't certain if he was going to have a prolonged career up there. But it looks like things are looking pretty okay in that area for him right now. So uh, meeting with Troy, he's based in LA now. So a lot of my uh, journeys up to the US via LA. So I've been catching up with Troy a lot. And um, uh, earlier this year, he said that I really need to have a good hard look at that. Some of the teams up there have big fancy trucks and all that sort of stuff, but not a lot of um, sort of IP and a lot of depth sort of below the shiny surface. So he thought that it would be a good opportunity for us. So that got me thinking even harder about it. And then I um, probably three or four months ago made the decision that's what we're going to do and started trying to put the pieces into place. Will you be racing under the McElroy Racing Banner? Is that the name you'll be using there? Yeah, we will, mate. It's um, the McRae Racing. It's a generic enough name that um, I want uh, the te- both teams to um, probably a little bit like Andretti, I guess, with the number of teams they have, and they tend to bring them all together under one umbrella and have a sort of central point for for data share and IP growth, etc. So I want to do exactly the same thing with our team, and rather than sort of weakening anything that we've been doing in Australia. I want to strengthen our Australian effort as well as uh, the US program. So, yeah, it'll be under Macquarie Racing and we'll, we'll have uh, exactly the same identity in both countries, same uniforms, same socks, all that sort of stuff, you know. So, yeah, definitely uh, definitely um, twin brothers, they'll be. Well, you'll be a flying, obviously. Both yet, I would think. Uh, they haven't been settled totally. No, we, we are going, we have the North American calendar now, um, and I'm only guessing what the Australian calendar will look like, assuming that it's going to be similar to this year's calendar. Um, and if it's similar to, it's close to what I expect, I may only have um, two or three clashes, which would be which would be good. Quite obviously, one of the things the, uh, you talk about, the IP that Troy Bundy had mentioned, one of that, those uh, components is, of course, your engineering prowess. Uh, the team, uh, the people that you work with, um, they could be fly-ins with you as well? No, the team is going to be completely independent in terms of the personnel, um, but the, the the information and the intellectual property will flow freely both ways. So 
the engineer that uh, I've hired up there is, is uh, as would happen, an expat Aussie who's been up there for many years and has had a, a background in Formula One, spent many years at Dick Johnson Racing here and, and worked closely with Lee Geyer, who is our team manager and chief engineer here. So those guys, similar age, uh, both old school common sense engineers. So they're going to get on famously because they um, have a lot of respect for each other from, from 20, 25 years ago. Um, so, yeah, they'll be independent, but the information will flow freely both ways. Looking at your background, and uh, let's just go back to your roots back in New Zealand. Um, your uh, son is actually the third-generation racer, I'm correct, Vicky? Fourth. Am I right in thinking <laughs> that Formula Ford is where you started in circuit racing? Yes. Yeah, I started... Uh, Formula Ford, I did a few years and then we ran out of money and stopped for a while. But then when I actually got going properly, it was it was in Formula Ford uh, in, over there in New Zealand. And um, as as luck would have it, Hunter's, uh, you know, his career in go-karting was pretty modest. But when he started Formula Ford racing in 2016, we took him to New Zealand and he did the South Island Championship like what I'd done many uh, many times, many years ago. So, yeah, we, we both started in Formula 4. He won the national championship here in Australia um, and then went to the States. Yeah, so he was – it was kind of kind of uh, funny that when he was racing Formula 4, when we were sort of trying to bolt the car together ourselves and take it to New Zealand, and my dad uh, towed the car around the countryside with him and his coach happened to be a young bloke called Matt Campbell who uh, many of us know has gone on to a lot bigger and brighter things, but Matty and Hunter have been mates for a long time. So Matty sort of coached him uh, while he, when he started out in New Zealand. Uh, then the whole time Hunter wanted to race for Sonic over here in Formula Ford because they were the, the king of the kids, and rightly so. So I, I had to go and um, catch up with my nemesis from our Porsche racing here and, and ask him if he would be uh, interested in running my kid in the Formula Ford, and to, to mix credit, he, he said, yeah, sure, why not? And um, it was a very easy deal to do, and yeah, and they did a great job with developing him, and he won that championship in 2018 um, and went, uh, fortunately, timing is everything, I guess, and for him, the, um, the Mazda Road to Indy shootout was, was the last time it ran was 2018, <laughs> so he went to Phoenix, Arizona, and and did that shootout with 18 other kids from around the world and managed to win the, the, the Road to Indy shootout and won the $200,000 US scholarship, which kind of got him going in, in the USF 2000 for 2019, and that was the beginning of his journey up there. Of course, it's a journey that this year with Andretti Autosport uh, had both race wins and pole position, so he's had speed and then luck on his side to get those wins. Um it, it bodes well for a career, as you say, in the USA. Yes, it does. You're right. And that's, we, we, I wanted to see how he went at this level. And Delights is getting pretty serious um, in, in terms of everything, the, the funding required, the commitment required, uh, the, the level of driving that's required. But the, the flip side is that if you do a good job at Indy Lights, and you uh, become liked within the team. There, you know, there are opportunities that that uh, can arise in the future. So he's certainly um, 
fit in very well with into the in the Andretti organization and um you know they have some seats becoming available at the end of next season so yeah if he does a good job next year um there are never any promises in this game as we all know but he's certainly sort of looking looking quite good at the moment as long as he continues to to grow and learn and and, and, do, and do a good job next year the relationship with Andretti is, is obviously strengthening because we all know that drivers who are the winning drivers, you know, get uh, special kudos and points against against their name. Your history? Does you have any history with Michael Andretti or any of the Andretti team? Um, I I don't. Up until we we uh, we got a phone call from the that, the president, like Michael is clearly he's the owner, he's the figurehead of that business. But the the guy who the president of the business is a gentleman by the name of Jay Foreman, and. He, you know, he deals with uh, with Bruce Stewart and the guys from Auckland here. Um, he's the president, he's the guy, and um, I had met none of the Andretti organisation until um, JF gave me a call about this time last year to say, hey, we'd like to run your kid, uh, but this is a very expensive game and we know that you're not wealthy people. I think he's a bit more discreet than that, but that's what he said. And said, so I just want to let you know that the opportunity was there, but we have eight other dads have their checkbooks ready to write out one and a half million dollar checks for their kid to drive, and it's one of the options. So uh, I said, "Yeah, we're in," and then we decided how we were going to, to do it, which was it worked out okay. But that was really my first contact with anyone from the Andretti organisation was was that fateful call. Well, that certainly uh, bodes well for the future again, sort of thing. Take us back. I know that you have a history working in North America, and of course, your peers were people like Shane Drake and Greg Murphy. And um, when you were coming through Formula Pacific and Formula Ford before, um, Tim Miles is another one of your contemporaries, of course, and he now races with you. Yeah, so um, there's it's kind of cool that you know, I, I didn't, I became mates. Tim and I were mates from, from a very, very young age in Ashburton. And then um, Shane Drake, when I moved to Christchurch a little later in life, he became a, a buddy and I helped uh, Drakey quite a bit when he started Formula Ford racing. And then um, I met Murph, was my championship year in 91, was the year Murph did his first season of Formula Ford in the Shell Scholarship car. So that's when we taught, took Murph out and taught him how to drink and some of those things that you, you should do when you're a bit older. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I got to know all those guys then. And then once Hunter, you know, grew up and he was always at the racetrack and, um, you know, Tim has been a great supporter of, of Hunters along the way. Um, Murph is one of the trustees of the Tony Quinn Foundation and I'm sure doesn't put a bad word in when um, when Hunter's name gets raised in terms of, of who which young Kiwi drivers they're going to support for the following season. So it's pretty cool that uh, the guys that have been my buddies for most of my adult life are um, having having some really positive influence on on Hunter's career and and the, the you know the commercial back end of it as well. That's so pretty pretty neat. Just tell us briefly, Annie, your American racing experience. It was in the nineties. Mate, my racing experience in, in North America is virtually zero. I I went there in 1998 as a race mechanic um, when I'd 
when my dad had just gone broke. And so that was the end of my family-funded racing. Um, so I went up to the US, was based in Chicago for a year and was a mechanic at a Super V team based in Chicago. And as luck would have it, probably a dozen of the guys that were also junior mechanics on other Super V teams at that time um, are now very high up within IndyCar racing up here. There's team managers, there's engineers, um, strategists, etc. that I used to drink a lot of beer with and have a lot of fun with back in, in 1988 as a mechanic. Um, so they've been, uh, it's been kind of cool to rekindle some of those relationships. But I, when I left New Zealand in 1996 after uh, winning the Trans Am Championship, uh, Steve Millen, who most of your listeners will probably know of as a very successful Kiwi driver from the 80s, he went to the North America and did exceptionally well driving for Cunningham, the, the Nissan IMSA sports car team. And so he offered me, he told me if I did a good job in the 96 Trans Am Championship in New Zealand, he'd offered me a job in America so I could come over and get established and continue my racing career up there. And that was despite both Peter Brock and Jim Richards telling me to come to Australia because the scene is starting to become very vibrant in Australia. I thought, no, I'm, I'm smarter than that. I'll go to America. And as luck had it, um, Steve decided not to help me find a drive up there. And instead I ended up working for him for six years and ended up changing direction in life completely and sort of learned a little bit about business and, 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 um, and how to try and make money and, learned the, the American lifestyle. So I, I, the long story short is I went to America to, to be a professional racing driver and actually turned out to be the end of it. So I didn't race there at all. Such is life. You're leading a good one now. You're just about uh, likely to uh, win the Gold Coast races in 10 days or so time. You're about to uh, wrap up your third uh, uh, career cup title in Australia, um, which is obviously a lot of kudos as well as great because of driver development. Harry Jones being your current uh, leading uh, points leader. Yeah, correct. Um, yeah, I, I hope it is as simple as what you just made it sound, but it, it never is. Um, but, yeah, if, if Harry does have a have a, another good weekend, that would be massive for the team to win our third uh, Career Cup championship. Well, Andy, thanks so much for joining us. You've obviously got a very exciting year in 2023, not only with... Uh, your own development with your own Porsche team, but obviously with Hunter and his efforts in Indy Lights. Uh, all the very best to you for Christmas and a great rundown getting ready for a Gold Coast and wrapping up possibly another championship with Harry Jones. Yeah, thanks, Tony. Thanks for having me on the show. Appreciate it, mate. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.